guys, let's take a minute and talk about investing in yourself. Regardless of what you are going through, we are all not taught basic skills, fundamental skills that we need in order to not only have what we want, but to be happy. Isn't that what we all say we want to be happy? Well, the reason why most people are not happy is because they are looking to the outside world to give them what they are actually craving. They are expecting their partner, their job, their kids to fill them up inside because they are missing these fundamental skills in order to actually be happy. If you are struggling in any area of life, it is your job to now take full responsibility for yourself and for your life. And the only way to do that is to make a decision that you are done suffering and are ready to move on. My private coaching program can help by guiding you into the next phase of your life. It will give you the tools and the foundation you need to begin taking care of yourself on all levels, mentally and emotionally, which are two areas that most people do not know how to take care of themselves and also physically and spiritually. So take this opportunity to stop wasting time and make the investment in yourself. Register today and start working with me. Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for joining me this week. We are going to dive into narcissistic relationships. We are going to talk about why when we leave these relationships, we tend to feel very confused. Like, hey Steph, I don't know what just happened. I was in this long-term relationship, short-term relationship with this person. I just don't feel like myself. I feel like I'm going crazy. I feel like I was the problem. I'm confused at what happened. A lot of people go through this when they are kind of out of that relationship or just going through the breakup or divorce process with this person. They feel this sense of confusion where they don't understand, number one, how they got to the place that they're at, meaning they thought they were in a great relationship, or just confused within their own self. So there's two main reasons for this, but before we get into those reasons, I want you to really understand that being in a relationship with someone who's narcissistic, whether it is a friendship, family member, or romantic relationship, is a very unhealthy, toxic type of relationship. And a lot of times we don't even realize that that's what's going on in this relationship. Now, the two reasons why this happens or why we tend to feel very confused when we are leaving this type of relationship is because you have been with someone or have been around this person and they are a master gaslighter. The next reason why you're gonna feel confused is because you have seen two different sides of this person. So you were kind of in a relationship with someone that had two different types of personalities. So when you're in a relationship with someone and you are constantly comparing this like older version of them or this version that you once had in them where you saw like a loving, kind, perhaps generous, nice human being, and then all of a sudden you start to see a monster that's really where kind of like that cognitive dissonance will come into play, where we start to get confused on who are we actually in a relationship with. And we will cling to that first version, that like kind, loving, sweet person, because we think that's actually who this person is. Now, in the beginning, you were love bombed. And that's really where the cognitive dissonance comes into play, where you once saw this character and now you're seeing a totally different character. So when you are love bombed for a long period of time, you are made to feel and believe that this is the person you're in a relationship with. And that's the point of love bombing. Now, on some levels, we're all showing up with, you know, our best selves in the early stages of dating. We have this representative that's kind of there and is amazing and we're not we're not fighting and we haven't really kind of like exposed ourselves or been vulnerable or gotten into fights or disagreements or anything like that. 
And on some levels, that's very normal because you're not gonna go into the beginning stages of dating and say, hey, look, this is me, I'm a hot mess. This is what I struggle with every single day. You're going to get to know a person slowly and over the course of a period of time, you're going to learn this very important word and this is the one thing that you never got from this person or even if you did, you didn't get it in a healthy way and that is vulnerability. Now, vulnerability has to do with two really important things if it's done in a healthy way. It's going to be about you seeing this, you getting into the heart space of a person, you seeing like the flaws, the weaknesses, the insecurities, the wounds, the triggers, the, all of that stuff that's in here that I carry so close to me. That's why it's in my heart space. You get to see that. You get to witness who I really am. And I want to expose that to you because that's what, that's what builds that like emotional connection that you have with a person. The other aspect of vulnerability that a lot of people can't do is being healthy enough to really own your own stuff. So if I'm in a relationship with you and I feel comfortable with vulnerability, then I'm going to let you see me. I'm going to expose myself in a multitude of ways. Like, look, I'm a mess. I'm stressed. I'm worried. This is, you know, what's going on. And I'm also going to be able to own when I do something, maybe possibly hurt your feelings or something like that, that is my stuff. Now, you're not going to ever get both of those things from someone who's narcissistic. I know a lot of people that will tell me, well, look, this person can own their stuff. They definitely own, you know, what they're doing wrong or how they messed up here. And there's a couple of things. Number one, if you own it, that's cool. But what do you actually do about it? So owning it is the first step. What are you going to do about it is the second step. Usually chances are if someone's able to kind of like own their stuff, they're not owning it in a way where they actually want to change it. They're just owning it because it's undeniable. And I, I have to take some, I have to just acknowledge it, but I'm not going to take responsibility for it. The other part of vulnerability that a lot of people struggle with, especially someone who's narcissistic, definitely is not going to be able to do this, is you're not going to get to the heart space of a person. Because in order for me to show you this, I have to be comfortable with it. If I'm not comfortable with it, then I'm going to hide it. I'm going to keep it close. I'm going to put, you know, this wall around it because I don't want you to see it because there's shame there. There's guilt there. There's, I haven't accepted it there. So if you're dealing with someone who's narcissistic, you're never really going to get to that soul level with that person. You might feel on some kind of soul level that you've met your soulmate or, you know, that you have this deep connection with this person, but you're not going to be able to really articulate the character of this person because you, there's a part of you that knows you don't really know them. So since they have no real connection to themselves in that way, which makes them toxic and unhealthy at times and projecting that stuff onto you, and that's what causes them to do a lot of the gaslighting because they want to seek control and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We can go down the list there. But the reason for this is I can't be in a healthy relationship with you where there is vulnerability, there is trust, there is me really laying my heart out on the line for you in that way and, and letting you see that raw version. Like I, I can't do that because in order for me to do it with you, I have to be able to do it with myself. And someone who's narcissistic doesn't have the capability to actually do that because that's the part of them that they've actually just cut off. That's the part of them that they're not attached to every single day because that's also the part of them that would help them build up their own self-esteem, fill up their own tank, validate themselves, soothe themselves, make them feel like they're enough. 
So if they don't have that connection to themselves in that way, not only are they not going to be able to be vulnerable with you, but they're not going to be able to fill themselves up where they don't need you in that way. Now we're talking about narcissistic supply. So a narcissistic relationship is very much a manipulative relationship because this person's just giving you everything that you desire that will make you quote, fall in love with them. It is very transactional. It's not anything that comes from a mutual place of me being healthy, you being healthy, us being friends, me leaning on you, you leaning on me. It's more about what is this person getting from you? Now this person will give you everything that you need because what you need comes from a lot of lack. It comes from a lot of superficiality. It comes from a lot of surface level things. It's more about the words, less about the actions. I want to talk about my brand new online course. I am super excited about this. And this was highly requested by you guys. Actually, if you have been following me for a while, you know that majority of what I talk about on my podcast or on my YouTube channel is something called self-parenting. This is essentially mental health. This is the day-to-day process of really learning how to love yourself, be mentally healthy, be emotionally healthy, heal from your past and rebuild, motivate yourself, deal with anxiety, etc. This is the bulk of what mental health is. And this is quite frankly what we were supposed to learn growing up. So in this course, I will give you the step-by-step guide of how you can begin being both mentally and emotionally healthy. I'm super excited about this course and I know you guys will absolutely love it. So click the link down below and check it out today. If it is about the actions, then it needs to also be about the consistency of the actions. So if you're not healthy yourself, then your standards are going to be very much lowered. And so you're going to take the bare minimum. Now the bare minimum means might mean, for example, that the words are enough. But over time, the words are not going to be enough because now you're going to want to see some action. When you start to see some action, if the action is not consistent, that's not going to be enough and you're going to want more. So when you're unhealed, you will always pick a person based on the wounds and the insecurities that you've experienced. So if you come from abandonment, then perhaps you're not going to set that bar really high because you're going to fear that, look, if I set it too high, Number one, when I've said it high in the past, I've been disappointed because no one usually shows up for me when I put that bar really high, so I'm going to lower it. If I don't feel good enough about myself and I feel like I have low self-esteem or not a lot of confidence in myself or I don't know how to love myself and give myself what I need, then just like a narcissist in a lot of ways, I'm going to look for you to give me what I need in order for me to feel enough. So if you pick me, If you marry me, if you tell me that you love me, if you invite me to this party so I can meet your family, then those are the things that are proving to me that I'm enough, which are things to consider, absolutely, but what we're talking about in terms of a healthy relationship is the core of the relationship that you have with just you and that person. Just the dynamic that you have between you and that person, not meeting the family, not getting the ring, not having the kids, not just having someone to live with and move in together. It goes into more depth of the relationship that will actually allow the relationship to be healthy, happy, and sustainable. So when you're unhealed, you're always going to pick and choose toxic love because that's all you know. You don't know healthy love because you haven't healed that stuff from the past and you haven't reprogrammed and rebuilt yourself to be healthy yourself. This is why when we 
tend to be love bombed in the beginning stages of dating, the grand gestures and the words and the and the promises and all that stuff, they just make us feel so amazing and we get butterflies and, and we don't even really know why we love a person. We just have this chemistry with them. We have this connection with them and you can't really even fully articulate it. So the difference between toxic love and healthy love is toxic love is going to be like, I can't explain it. There's just like this chemistry between us. I just have butterflies all the time and, and we're just meant to be and, and it's going to be very surface level. You're not going to be able to explain why it is that you really love this person because this person isn't really giving you the things that you actually really value in the relationship. Now a healthy love is in a real depth to that relationship, a real friendship that person's going to be able to articulate exactly what this person brings to the table that you that you admire, that you love. And it's going to be the words like, I just respect them. They're such a good person and I admire who they are and their character and the way they carry themselves. And, and they're completely, you know, they're always thinking about someone else and they're, and they're so loving to themselves and they know how to motivate themselves. They'll be able to articulate exactly who this person is. And those are gonna be the qualities that they love and admire that makes them crave this person and love this person based on a decision that they make, not on just a feeling that they feel. Now that's healthy love. That's what we're supposed to learn about love, that love is more than just a feeling. It also becomes a decision that you make because you can love your parent, but doesn't mean you have to have a relationship with your parent because you make a logical decision that maybe I shouldn't have a relationship with mom or dad. Maybe I shouldn't have a relationship with my sister. Doesn't mean I don't love her, but it means that Maybe she's not good for me in my life. And that's the same thing with your romantic partner. I think we put so much emphasis on a feeling because the feeling is what you're longing for because that's also not what you're giving yourself. Now we start to get confused in this relationship when we see this like amazing person and then we start to see a little bit of a monster. We, do, we start to see someone kind of starting to pick at you a little bit. Where now all of a sudden it's, Hey, how come you don't dress up anymore? Hey, maybe you should lose a couple pounds. Hey, you didn't do this right. Hey, I don't really admire the fact that you left your job and you went to go explore this adventure. Like, so these kind of slight jabs and little pokes are going to start where they start to chip away at you because they're not drastic things. They could be drastic things, but a lot of the time, the two different persons that you're seeing is something that happens gradually over time. And when it starts to happen, you question your own self of what did I do wrong that's causing this person to all of a sudden just like poke at me a little bit. Now, some people, if they come from somewhat of a healthy space, will be able to be self-aware to say, look, you're poking at me right now. And they'll start to kind of like fight back on this. And this is usually when a relationship will end quicker than it would have versus a person that maybe isn't noticing it as much comes from more of let me focus on me and then those pokes and those jabs really start to break down that self-esteem and the person not only ends up being very confused but possibly depressed and maybe even suicidal because they've received so much abuse over the years so much chipping away and now here's the part that maybe some people will disagree, is you have to acknowledge that on some levels, you allow this person to chip away at you. And that's not an easy thing to have to come to terms with or to accept or to take responsibility for, because we like to just point the finger at everyone else rather than saying, wow, my part in this relationship was, I totally gave my power away to you and that will never happen again. There are supposed to be really beautiful lessons that you're supposed to learn from this person in terms of how to love yourself and take care of yourself 
And if you are always pointing at the other person and not ever acknowledging what did I do wrong in this relationship, not what did I do wrong in this relationship? Because if I would have done something different, this person would have stayed or this person would have treated me better. No, that's not what we're doing. What we're doing is how should I have shown up different here? What have I learned from this relationship? What is this person? What was this person trying to teach me that kind of like real deep introspective uh, ability to look at this relationship from clear eyes. Also, the last thing is you're dealing with a gaslighter, really, and it kind of goes into that poking and that and that jabbing and that manipulation. It's someone that made you doubt yourself, made you doubt your realities, made you doubt how you think and how you feel, what you think and how you feel. And it's a person that, like I said, had the ability to do this, but you are also a person that allowed it to happen. And I think once you learn about gaslighting, once you learn about manipulation, once you kind of take a look, uh, step back and look at that relationship and say, how did I show up here? And what did I do wrong? And you do that kind of real inner work, you come out of this not confused, fully understanding that unfortunately you were in a relationship with someone who is not well. So I hope this video has helped giving you some clarity since a lot of us are confused when we leave these relationships. If you have any questions, comment down below, you guys. I love hearing from you and I'll see you in the next video.